What's up, everybody? This Mother Podcast number 130 right here. What the fuck is up, everybody? Hey, I just got an email from Costco saying that my receipt is there. Um, apparently, I'm Wendy. Uh, that makes no sense, Costco. I've never been to Costco. I don't have a Costco membership. I don't buy anything at Costco. I actually just don't buy anything at all right now. The only thing I buy is Mestizo coffee. That's it. That's the only thing. I'm trying to get my financial house in order. I had a big meeting with my certified financial planner. And he's like, you only have this much money a month. And I just, I said, it better be enough to buy Miss Diesel Coffee subscription. And he said, barely, because that shit is not cheap. But we made the plan. I got my shit in order. I budgeted and I buy a subscription to Miss Diesel Coffee, just like you should. Because this is the finest coffee bean in all of Aztlan, people. God damn it. I don't know if you even believe in Aslan. Some people don't even believe in COVID. So I'm not going to even attempt to assume that some of you believe in something as beautiful as Aslan. But if you do, and if you love the bean, the coffee bean, the flavor of of Earth's you know, hot pocket bursting in your mouth every morning, then I suggest you get a subscription to Mestizel. Go to mestizel.coffee. Enter discount code DESMADRE. I think that still works. You tell me, big brown dad. I don't know. And uh, get yourself a subscription to the most delicious coffee in all of us line. All right, everybody. It's fucking July 29th, Thursday. I haven't done a podcast in three weeks or more. Um, I don't know why. I think I've just been kind of lazy, to be honest. Lazy on the podcast front. I have not felt motivated to record a podcast. I'm going to be totally fucking honest. Some weeks I've been like, man, I really want to do this podcast. And other weeks I'm like, me da una pinche hueva. And I just want to watch foreign films. Uh, I want to, you know, enjoy some good snuggle and, and wrestle time with my cats. And I'd rather do that instead of sit here and record this fucking podcast, which only about 14 people listen to on a weekly basis. And so that's what I've chosen to do. To do. I've chosen me over you. I'm sorry and I hope you understand. But I'm here tonight because I've been motivated by the powers of B, that Modelo. Uh, no, I'm only on my second beer. I'm not really drunk tonight. Um, but I did feel a little motivated to get down and record a podcast and just talk about some of the stuff that's been up the last few weeks. And, uh, yeah, I figured, if shit, I feel like talking, then I might as well go record a podcast because nobody's at the house because my wife left me, my truck broke down, um, some other car hit my cat last year, um, the Delta variant is back as some people in the higher echelons of the Matrix would have us believe, and uh, I said I better get down here and record a podcast porque me está dando ganas y if I can't even record it when I feel like it, when am I ever going to record it? So here I am. Um, what the fuck's been up? All right, like three weeks. It's been all of July, basically, that I haven't recorded a podcast. That's what I want. Okay. Fourth uh, of July, my family came out here, my sisters and my mom and my niece. They came out to visit me here at the house. My cousin came out too. Um, 
it was dope. Not Sammy, another cousin. Uh, we had a good week here at the house, just chilled out. You know, it was one of my goals to, to have this house as a place for people to gather, to live, laugh, love. And uh, that's what we did. We lived, we laughed, we loved. Um, I think we pooped a lot. There was a lot of pooping going on. We ate a lot. We ate like so many bags of chips that we are all probably, our cholesterol went up just a few clicks for sure. Um, but we had a good time. We had a really good time that weekend or that week, I guess. We came, they came over here. We went to, where the fuck we go? I don't even remember. It's been a month ago. How am I supposed to remember this? It's been a fucking month. We went to Monterey and looked at some fish. And then we went over to, uh, Carmel and looked at some rich people and, um, did what rich people do. We whined, we dined, we, uh, I'm not going to finish that. And, uh, we had a good time. That's what we did. It was good to see my sisters and my mom. Um, hopefully they enjoyed their time out here. And um, hopefully that continues to be a tradition where the family comes out here to visit in the summertime for a few days or a week. And uh, yeah, yeah. But that was pretty dope. Um, otherwise, I think I mentioned on the last pod that um, I had been uh, trying to get my ass down to L.A., to do more things and to kind of, you know, get some little creative projects going, network in the Latin X creative space, if you will. And I sound like a fucking idiot. What's my problem? So I did another LA trip about two weeks ago. And I do want to talk about that because it ended up being a spiritual journey for me. Um, some people they go out to Joshua Tree and they're like, oh my God, I saw like, I don't know, what, what do you even see in, cac- in cactus and fucking sand? What the fuck else is there in Joshua Tree? Just nothing. I already look at nothing here, except there's trees here, I guess. But um, but I went to LA and uh, what the fuck, where, where did that even come from? I had a spiritual awakening. That's what happened in LA. And um, I want to tell you guys about that. Uh, but first, a word from our sponsors, um, Mestizo. <laughs> fuck am I talking about? Um, I went to L.A. two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, it's going to be two weeks uh, tomorrow. And um, I went to go meet up with an artist to pick, pick up a painting that I bought. And then um, I wanted to go to this art gallery that a friend of mine is running down there. Um, and then I went on a bike ride and I was going to hang out with the homie Jay Tizzle, my nizzle. And, uh, I, I went down there on Friday night, um, left pretty late. And now that I'm living in the Santa Cruz mountains, it's a little bit of a longer drive than if you were driving from like, let's say San Jose. If you drive from San Jose to LA, it's basically five and a half hours with even including like a little gas stop in the middle, like Kettleman city, get some in and out, get a little crispy crunchy doritos uh uh tacos locos or whatever that's all i like to say tacos locos doritos in my boca is delicious uh what the fuck am i saying so san jose to la five and a half hours solid with the little pit stop but now that i'm coming from santa cruz it's sometimes it's starting to route me through like um kind of a little bit of the central valley and basically one following the coastline watsonville 
um, all the way through King City. And then it shoots me over and to join the five. So it's a longer drive. It's like six and a half to seven hours. Uh, but it's actually a lot more, I don't know, it's a lot more chill. Because you're not on the five, like just staring at bumpers and nothing for like half of the drive. Um, driving along the farmland is really beautiful. And, and you get to see like where a shitload of our food comes from. I'm always trying to guess like what the crops are because I don't know what any of that stuff is. I think the only obvious things that I see growing sometimes, I guess, are corn, strawberries. But anyway, you see all that stuff. And um, yeah, all that say Friday night I drove. It took forever. I didn't get there until like midnight. And uh, I went straight to the homies pad. I always stay with my friend in Highland Park because it's super chill there. And, and it's a walking distance to York Avenue. So I can go to the Highland Cafe, get some coffee. I can go to... Uh, the donut shop that has the gluten-free donuts, um, all the hipster stuff, the pizza spot that has the gluten-free slices, and it's generally a nice home base for LA trips. So I, I went there, I, I got to his house and just passed out immediately, went to bed at 12.15 or 12.30 or something, and my plan was to go on a ride the next morning. I'm training for this long, stupid ride, which is only about two weeks from now. Fuck, I'm fucked. I'm totally fucked because I haven't been training. Uh, but that's two weeks from now. It's a big, like, 40-something mile ride with a shitload of climbing in Marin. It's on dirt. Uh, it's going to be fucking awful. But I'm training for that. And so I'm trying to do longer distance rides with a ton of climbing in the heat because I'm worried that the Marin, this big epic ride in a month or two weeks, is going to be really hot. So I'm training for that. So... I was like, I'm going to go to sleep, wake up whenever, and if it's a little later than I would hope normally to go for a ride, like if it's noon when I finally hit the road or 11, whatever, it's going to be hot, but that's the whole point. So I planned a route uh, to do this climb in the Verdugo Mountains starting in Glendale, which is a little bit north of Burbank or some shit like that. Um, that morning, I woke up as expected, super chill. Uh, when it got my Highland Park hipster coffee, I don't know if it was mestizo or not, but it did have oat milk, so um, I'm fucking cool like that. And then um, I went to a bike shop to pick some stuff up in Pasadena, and then I went for my ride. I didn't get started my ride till about 12.30, which meant it was fucking hot as balls out there, but it was dope. I was ready for it. I had a lot of water and Gatorade. Four bottles, two bottles of water and two bottles of Gatorade. I take off. I'm wearing my long sleeve shirt to kind of help with the sun because there's no there's no trees in the Verdugo Mountains. Zero. It's just dirt. It's like desert. It's basically like Joshua Tree sort of vibe in my opinion. I don't really know. I've never been Joshua Tree. But anyway, immediately I start climbing. It ends up being like just 12, a total of 12 miles. But the first six miles was literally just climbing. It was literally just a six-mile climb straight up about 2,500 or 2,600 feet. I don't remember, something like that, which really drained the fuck out of me because it was super hot, and it was just like the water in my bottles got kind of warm immediately. It just was not pleasant, and like I said, I had been driving for seven hours the night before. I slept okay, but it was a little warm in, in my buddy's place. So I was a little, that's, these are all my excuses, but more or less I felt fine. I finished the ride and then um, 
I was like already like two something and I was supposed to go uh, to my friend's gallery at four. Um, agreed to meet her there and the other homie um, was going to be there too. So it's like, yeah, I'll meet you guys or whatever at uh, four. Yeah, but I had to run and take a shower first. So I finished the ride like at 2.30. It was basically a two-hour bike ride, about 13, 12, 13 miles, 2,500 feet of climbing on the hardtail. It was not fun at all. I'm going to be totally fucking honest. It was not fun. It was too hot, and it was not. It, it is what it is. Um, but I got the miles in. I got the elevation in, and I got, you know, what I was meant to get out of it. I run back. I drive back to my buddy's place, take a shower, Um I hadn't even really eaten anything other than that coffee and like a big ass kind of granola protein bar thing. Uh, But I didn't have time to eat after. Plus, I always felt a little nauseous because I had all that sun and I was just kind of dehydrated. So I just drank a ton of water and Gatorade and shit. Went to the art show. Um, They were super dope. Hung out with them for like two hours. Um, Because Anna had some wine and Tiburon was there. I'll just say their names. They're cool people. Check out Luna Anais Gallery on Instagram. I think that's what it is. What the fuck is it called? Uh, But they had this show called... um, What the fuck was it called? I'm forgetting. Um, Hold on. I'm going to pull this up because they should get a shout out. Luna Anais Gallery. Um, Follow them on Instagram. Uh, Please do that. Um, Let's see what's their Instagram handle here. What? Oh, there it is. There's the little logo. Instagram at uh, Luna Anais Gallery. There you go. L U N A A N A I S Gallery. Um, they had a show called Cultural Undertow, which had two artists, Gloria Jem Sanchez and Tita Whitney Leck. And uh, it was pretty dope. And uh, that was curated by Narciso Martinez. Apparently, they sold all the paintings, and uh, they had some really beautiful stuff, like some of the stuff I would have loved to buy if I had that kind of money to throw around on art, but I don't really. Um, but that that was a really nice show. I had a glass of wine. I'm setting up the story, people, of the the spiritual awakening that I had. I had my wine, and then I uh, went back to the homie's place in Highland Park because we were going to go get dinner. We went to some place, and people were real jerks at this place what the fuck was this place called i'm just gonna shit on the places i don't like today um it's like a mexican place um nativo nativo hlp okay this place looks cool it's got like a real hipster kind of mission san francisco mission vibe to it it's got like you know murals of frida and shit and they have like really hipster shishi drinks, which I'm fucking all about, man. To be honest, I'm like, I'm like a brunch kind of guy. This is a brunchy looking hipster Latin X place that's totally up my alley. Uh, but the service was kind of shit, to be honest. They were kind of jerks. They were like hardcore on having like a time limit, get you in and out of there. And then, uh, they had three flavors of tacos on the menu, and you could get three of each in an order. So, like, if there was, like, like cecina or something and carnitas and, like, mole. So you could get three cecina, three mole, or three carnitas, or you could get the mixed one, which had one of each. Well, because I'm such a fucking hipster bitch, I can't have mole. Because that'll fuck me up. But I wanted to try the other two. But I don't need to order six tacos. So I said, hey, 
I want to do the mixed one, but can you just do two of the asada and one carnitas? Because I can't have the mole one. And the guy's like, oh, my God, man. You would have think I fucking, like, you know, slapped his mother with, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to be real vulgar. So, you know what I want to say, but I'm not going to say it. Um, he was like, ah, I don't know, bro. I don't know. And I was like, ah, it's kind of like a food allergy, man. I'm going to crap my pants if I have that mole. Because mole, I don't know if you guys know this, which I've mentioned before, mole has wheat. Goddamn, people putting wheat in our ethnic cuisine. Our fucking Mesoamerican cuisine should not have wheat, people. Come on, get fucking with it. Anyway, he's like, oh, well, let me see. Let me go talk to the manager. I mean, seriously, you have to talk to the manager to do two types of one taco and one type of another on a plate. I didn't ask him to modify the recipe. Nothing. Just give me two of these and one of these. And I see him go over there. And then again, it was like he went up and stabbed this guy in the fucking dick sack. Wait, that's not a thing. <laughs> what the hell is a dick sack? <laughs> uh, the guy was like, ah, I could tell he was like bothered that I wanted to do that. He was just like, ah. And then he comes back. He's like, man, I can't do it. And, you know, it was just so stupid that I didn't want to argue. I said, all right, man, just bring me whatever. You bring me three of these others, you know whatever the fuck just just whatever and then they and then it just that was it it was a bad flavor in our mouth and then like they kind of were just rushing us and shit and like so you know the food was and actually the food was kind of only all right to be totally honest i probably would have done better going to a food truck which i did later that night anyway so we'll get to that later but that was not the evil hlp fuck you guys and your inability to do a mixed taco it's just stupid fuck fuck that guy and he was all like actually i heard the manager who said no he was like he was talking about like i'm an engineer i run this place and he was trying to run it like you know oh like you know we got to get the orders out so fast i'm like dude like relax dude it's a restaurant it's not a fucking nuclear power plant bro this isn't chernobyl like you're just fucking slanging tacos chill the fuck out dumb fuck anyway that was that we left that place uh we had some leftovers so we went back to the homies pad to drop them off and um before we went to another bar and um i had two drinks there too i had um some sort of mezcal shit which again was only all right but it wasn't like oh my god some restaurants you go to i mean you basically nut your fucking chonis this was not one of them at all it wasn't even that great it was all right uh, but it's also reason be priced i give him that much it's not crazy expensive it's not super hipster prices anyway we went and dropped the the leftovers off and we were going to go to another bar after that um but we're at the house and the homie's like you want to take a you want to you want to smoke real quick and i'm like ah dude i don't know man i'm kind of tired i mean i had this i'm a little dehydrated i already had a few drinks He's like, come on i'm like all right fuck it i'll take i'll take a drag so we go to the backyard. He uh, he he fills his little uh, little pipa, his little weed pipe. Sorry, I'm having some modelo here. Um, and I take a hit, and nothing crazy. I just took one hit. I was like, I just take one hit to chill me out a little bit. Take a little drag, give it to him. He kills it. It's like a tiny bowl. It's not. I'm not like. It is a tiny little weed bowl. And um, he's packing it up. No, he's 
putting it away, I should say that. And uh, he says, this shit is some really fire sativa. It's going to wake you up. And I'm like, no, god damn it. God damn it, man. God damn it. No puedo con el pinche sativa. Soy un, soy pinche bien chillón con el sativa. Me pongo bien paranoico. Fuck, dude. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, dude, you're going to wake up. It'll give you energy. And I was like, I don't do well with that shit. No, paranoid, not good. But he's like, you'll be all right. I'm like, all right. We walk down back to the York, York Avenue. Actually, we're going to the York, the bar, to get a, a drink. And uh, it's like a six, maybe four to five walk, five block walk. And on the way over there, I start feeling the weed a little bit. I'm like, ah, God damn it. I'm feeling like a little, like, a little loopy, like, um, este, like, like my, my thoughts get away from me, you know, like I, w- I start saying something or I ask a question and se me olvida. I'm like, ah, God damn it. It's that kind of weed, of course. Um, and, uh, but I'm like, I'm fine, whatever. We go to the bar, um, ordered some Tito's martinis, dirty with olives, because that's my favorite martini-style beverage. And uh, it was cool. They had little tables outside by the sidewalk. So we get our martinis. I ordered uh, the, the drinks and got a tab going. And then I go outside, and um, we're having our drinks, and we're talking, we're catching up. We're, we're trying to work on this uh, film project together, so we're kind of talking about the details of that and this and that. But, dude, after one sip, I'm like, whew, I'm feeling this, dude. Combined with this, you know, this yerba, I'm feeling it. I'm like, I'm like, dude, and I'm just getting more tired and more tired. And, um, man, I'm kind of starting to trip a little bit. I'm like, bro, I'm feeling sleepy. I don't know if I can handle this. I had another sip of it. And then I told him, I said, bro, like, you fuck, you Bill Cosby'd me. Like, I feel down. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, this feels, I need to go back and go to sleep. And he's like, shit, are you serious? I'm like, sorry, man, I must be like super dehydrated or something. I don't know, but I don't feel good. He's like, all right, bro, let's go back. So I'm like, let me go close the tab because it was under my uh, card. I was like, let me go close the tab and then we'll, we'll dip. So I go back in the bar. He stays outside and I uh, tell the guy, hey, I'm going to close my tab, you know. And he's like, yeah, no problem, bro, and blah, blah, blah. And um, I'm standing there, and, like, everything's just starting to warble up. Like, shit's going, like, funky sideways, man. It's like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And uh, the movie with Johnny Depp and uh, Benicio Del Toro. And, like, I'm like, this is weird, man. I don't, I've never felt weird like this. Like, I've had a bad trip on weed, but not like this, where I felt like I was legit, like, kind of like, my senses were like, it was like, maybe how people describe like peyote or LSD, or I don't know what, but it felt weird. And I was like, shit, I don't fucking feel good. And uh, the guy's like, seemingly taking forever getting the tab closed. He's not really, it's probably only like a minute. But I'm starting to worry. So uh, there's a homie, there's some fool, some sick ass fool. He took his lady there, you know, on a sick one. They were there, like, having drinks and, like, some fucking good-ass-looking burgers and fries and shit at the bar. Um, But he was, like, a little cholo kind of dude. He wasn't that bad, but he was definitely, like, a Mexican-American kind of cholo-ish dude. Like, 
but in his late 30s so he was on a nice evening with his lady but his socks were definitely high so this guy i was like this guy's a down ass fool so i didn't know what to do but i'm like tripping i'm not feeling good i'm there by myself at the bar and i just tapped him on the shoulder and i was like hey man and he just kind of like yeah and i'm like hey man i'm sorry to bother you bro but um you see that guy over there and i pointed to my my homie who was outside he's like yeah and i'm like yeah well i'm really sorry dude to bother you but i'm not feeling good i feel kind of sick like something's about to happen to me and um could you go out there and get him and just tell him to come in here and he just kind of looked at me like hella weird and um I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I know this sounds weird. I just don't feel good. I I, was, I feel like kind of sick. And he's like, all right, man, I got you. And uh, he leaves. And the next thing I know, these fools are picking me off the ground. I fucking fainted. I saw I saw the light, people. <laughs> uh, I literally fainted. It was so fucking weird. And uh, what they said happened is like he went out there and got him. And then walked back in. But he walked in like a little bit faster or ahead of, of my homie. And went back to where he was. And then my homie was looking around for me and couldn't see me. Because I had already kind of fallen on the ground. But I didn't fall down like on my back like all crazy. Like I was holding, I was trying to hold on for dear life onto the bar. And so I just kind of crumpled down. And by the time the, the homie got, got there, this sick ass fool, he caught me, man. I got, I got rescued by a sick ass fool like an angel this fool was my angel this sick ass fool deserves wings man so if you're listening uh whoever that entity in the sky is that gives people wings this fool deserves wings because he caught me damn so this fool caught me and then jt was like oh shit you know and they said i was only out for like three seconds and what I remember is, yeah, I'm kind of on the ground and like they've kind of got like their their hands under my armpits, I guess, or like behind me. Like, you OK, bro? You OK? <laughs> and I was like, I think I was laughing. I was kind of giggling. And I was like, I'm good, man. I'm good. And uh, they're like, are you sure? What, what happened? And I was like, I think I fainted, man. And they're like, shit, come here, you know. And they like helped me over to another part of the bar where I sat down and they got me like this cold ass <laughs> <laughs> they got me a glass of ice water and um here's the crazy thing like my buddy was fucking kind of scared which is totally understandable because i had just fainted in a bar and it's very strange and um he was just kind of like man are you all right like should we go to the hospital and i was like oh just give me a minute you know let me just drink this water and like i kind of had like i felt a little bit clammy but drank that water and like literally just within minutes within five minutes i felt fucking great i mean i felt like i had just woken up from 10 hours of sleep and um my buddy's like dude like you know maybe we should go get you checked out and i was like i feel fine i actually feel totally fine and i drove to la so that you and i could hang out tonight and have some drinks and shoot the shit because we haven't done this in a long time because of fucking covid so we're gonna get some drinks and he's like dude this is that's a bad idea i'm like i'm telling you man i feel fine go order us some drinks we'll get some drinks here right now and he's like bro they're not gonna let you order a drink here after what you just fucking did and i was like 
touche. Let's go to another bar. <laughs> so we walked up the street to uh, the Highland Park Brewery and fucking had four beers. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. It really was really, really wild. I mean, that feeling when I was going down and I was getting all like warbly, it didn't, I wasn't scared that I was like going to die or anything. I was like scared that like, I was going to look like a dumbass, I guess. And like, I I was like, I don't know what, nobody's going to know what to do with me because I'm here alone, basically. That was my, my worry. That's why I was like, go get my drinking buddy <laughs> and uh, he will rescue me. <laughs> and uh, that's what happened. So yeah, I felt fine. We went up the street. I ordered some ciders. And uh, we were out there for like two more hours having beers and catching up. And um, I think within half an hour, my homie was like, he's like, yeah, you're actually okay. And, you know, we spent a good part of the night arguing about what had happened to me, which is what happens when you're an idiot. Um, And uh, what I mean is the arguing part, like neither of us are doctors or are scientists or are biologists or anything that would help us determine what the fuck had just happened to me. I was saying it was the weed. He was saying it was dehydration. I'm like, if it was dehydration, why would I feel fine now? Three minutes later, I only had one cup of water. It's not like I went and got some IV or something, you know? Um, and uh, I still think to to this day that it was the weed. I think the weed combined with the alcohol and a little bit of dehydration got me hella paranoid Although I wasn't like super scared, but it hit me so hard that I had like a mini panic attack because I was in public and that panic attack maybe made me faint. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't know. Um, But in retrospect, and actually as it was happening, as it unfolded that evening, it was a really cool experience. I just hope I don't have like a brain tumor and that's really what it was or something like that. Now I can be really paranoid about something else. I mean, I think they were worried or he was worried maybe I had a stroke or something, you know, which is, I don't know if that happens when you have a stroke. You faint. People don't faint. They just, I don't know. Maybe they do. Um, But yeah, man, I had my little out of body uh, rescued by a sick ass fool experience, man. And when we left that bar, I actually went up and I was like, hey, man, I really appreciate you helping out. Like, I don't know what happened, but, you know, maybe I'm dehydrated. I went for this long bike ride, and we're like, oh, man, that's all good, bro. He's like, it was crazy. You know, you know, you were like, you were like kind of swerving. And then, and his girl was like, he rescued you. He, he caught you with his arms. And I was like, yeah, he's a good guy. You should fucking suck his dick from the back tonight. He deserves it because he's my hero. Um, I should have bought him drinks. I didn't buy them drinks. That was rude. So, um, if by some off chance you were that person or you heard a story about this happening to a person, that was me. And I appreciate it. And um, please uh, reach out. Send me a DM and let's go on a bike ride. Now I'm wondering, you know, what would happen if I repeated that whole day again? Would it happen again? And could is this is like I've discovered my weird you know, sequence of events slash drug sort of scenario here. Cause it was actually really cool. And I don't know if I would want to be doing this all the time or anything like that. But I mean, if I knew that 
it was not going to be dangerous, you know, that I'd be fine every time. I would be like, yeah, I'll do that again. That was cool. It's probably how heroin feels or something. I, I don't know. It's got to feel better than that, but, um, which is why I don't fuck with it. Cause then I would want to keep doing it. Um, but yeah, man, it was cool. It was really cool. I'm not going to lie. Like the experience right before I fainted, I was just like, I was kind of freaking, but I was like, just chill, dude. You're fine. Nothing's going to happen. Like get your tab, go home, pass out, whatever. I'm talking to myself and boom, Sekabo lights out. Uh, my homie was like, you just like rebooted, dude. You control alt deleted that evening and you came back strong came back strong so we ended up having a great evening i was out there till about 12 and then when we were done i went and bought some real tacos from the real street vendors not no fucking whatever nativo fucking hlp shit whatever that place is um fuck that i'm not going back there i bought the tacos de papa and um uno de asada from the the couple that's right in front of the york right to the the next to the york and i had three of those and um man what a what a beautiful night what a beautiful night that was um i'll put some pictures or something of my bike ride and the uh i'll i have to look i took some pictures that night i know i got some pictures of me um eating those tacos at the end of the night and um yeah man i found I think I found my form of God, which consisted of a bike ride, uh, vodka, martinis, um, some non some gluten free um, brewed beverages, and tacos. I really just don't really know what else you would want out of life. To be frank, um, that was it, man. That was my LA trip. Uh, the next day, I went up and met with the artist uh, Albert. Reyes uh, picked up the piece that I got from him. It's really dope. I want to be really honest and just let's put it out there, people. I got Albert to I commissioned him to do this piece. He did an amazing job, and we he basically pitched an idea, and I didn't want to interfere with his vision. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, just do it. And I got it, and it's dope. And I brought it home, and I'm not sure if I'm gonna put it up. It's not that I don't like it. It's that I, the vibe maybe isn't quite right for my place. So I feel like a jerk, but I'm going to have Albert on the podcast next. And I'm going to talk about it, about what that means for art and like people who put art in their houses. Because I'm curious, I'm, I'm guessing other people have this, this uh, dilemma where you want to put something up, but maybe like you're like, oh, I don't always want to have that up in my house, you know? And so um, I, I'm not going to mention any details of this piece until I have that conversation with Albert because I want it to be an interesting conversation about art and what it means uh, personally and what it means in a larger context, what it means for the artist, what it means for the owner. How do you own art? That was a big thing I was kind of struggling with too because I've never bought a piece of art um where i've spent this much money and it wasn't stupid money or whatever i mean maybe it is for some people because i understand that but um for me it was reasonable and i wanted something original and um i'm really glad i did it and i'm really glad i was able to support uh, an artist um 
but I don't know what I'm going to do with this piece because I don't know if I, if the vibe fits the vibe that I'm looking for, for my house. And I didn't really think of it from that perspective. When I agreed to the commission, I was just like, yeah, man, that sounds like a crazy idea. Let's fucking do it. And then I got it home and I was like, oh shit, I don't know about this. (laughs) So I want to have Albert on and then, um, we'll talk about that and I'll show you guys the art because it's crazy. I'm, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's out there. It's just interesting. So we'll have that conversation. But I went over to Albert's place and um, I got that from him. Oh, I almost forgot. The Sunday I also met up with the homie uh, Rafa. I'm trying to work on this short film idea because I want to shoot something. I'm getting really antsy with not creating any um, narrative um you know, a cinematic sort of content in a few years. And so in addition to kind of trying to do a longer term film project, I'm going to do a short film sometime soon. And I've been wanting to work with Rafael Cobos. uh, And um, he's an actor uh, out of Orange County. He's undocumented. He's fucking awesome. And I've been wanting to work with him for a while. And so we met up on Sunday morning and brainstormed some of the ideas um, that I had and kind of went through that and hashed it out. And now I'm, I got to write it now. But uh, so I'm, I'm fucking, I've been web on. I haven't done it yet. I haven't written it. But um, so that was a really cool, really, really cool uh, morning. Because I hadn't really sat down and, um, you know, brainstormed on a totally new concept with uh, with somebody like that in a long time. So it was really nice. Um, I also should mention that for the the longer project that I'm working on, I met up with the producer Rick Borras, who was one of the producers on um, a lot of older movies. Um, cool stuff, though. Stuff that was seminal in the late '90s and 2000s. He worked on Forrest Gump, Contact, a bunch of the Zemeckis films, and then he spent a number of years. Uh, working uh, with Peter Jackson in uh, New Zealand on the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So Rick is a Stanford guy who's been really, really, really uh, amazing to me and has helped kind of try to foster the development of the feature length project that I hope to do. I don't know when, you know, I'm trying not to be real strict with deadlines and everything right now. I'm trying to just flow and work on things as I feel uh, motivated to do them. Uh, so that I can feel um, like fulfilled out of it and also feel like it's not work. And I I know that's not always the best way to work, but that's the way I'm vibing right now on these projects and even the podcast, like I said at the beginning. Uh, So I'm not rushing that any of these projects. I'm just trying to do them and work on them and enjoy working with people creatively. So uh, Rick has been uh, really nice to work with over the last year. And he was here actually um, three weeks ago. I think, and he came out to the house, and we had a really nice night um, talking about the project, listening to music, um, breaking bread, and made some food and stuff, and um, that was really nice, too. I totally forgot about that, so that was the week after uh, my family visited, so yeah, pretty much for the last three months, I've been working on stuff and, um, you know, experimenting with um, some sort of self-asphyxiation through bicycling slash alcohol slash sativa and uh it's been interesting and it's been really fulfilling and i haven't had time to do the podcast i i'll also be honest i invited a few people that i wanted to be on the podcast 
and they pretty much fucking ghosted me and told me to go fucking fuck myself they didn't say that i invited i'm trying i just invite people that i think are cool and some of them reply and are like awesome i'll do it and others do not want to be on this podcast because they just ignore me (laughs) that's it's the honest fucking truth this is just how it goes when you have a fucking podcast that isn't you know joe rogan or i don't know who the fuck in the latinx space would draw a lot of people or whatever but that's the truth i'll be honest with you guys some people just don't want to fuck with this podcast which is fine i'm not trying to drag people on here i don't want people on here if they don't want to be on here i think they're cool um i'm not gonna name people who do that uh but you know no i'm not hurt i understand people might be like oh he doesn't have that many followers or he's a fucking piece of shit machista or whatever i don't know what they might vibe off of when they see my instagram or listen to the podcast so so yeah i invited a few people um didn't get them on and kind of working on um you know my other projects and so i've just said fuck it i'll I'll get to this when i get to this so that's what's going on people um i think for my next one um i i i am hopefully gonna have albert on he said um you know he'd be down uh so i gotta get him scheduled and get him on the podcast albert's a cool cat look him up uh albert reyes um on instagram his art is fucking amazing he does these things called uh crowds uh really beautiful work um and uh so he'll be on and then uh on the next one i think um his his instagram is the albert reyes by the way and then um on the next one when i just do it by myself i'll probably i want to do a a dive into some of the latinx tv shows that have been out there and and kind of talk about the state of the the art if you will um but yeah we'll get there when we get there and i'll do it when i do it sorry i'm not consistent whatever it's fucking fine you guys aren't sitting there like you know chopping at the bit anyway so it's all good anyway if you want to experience a fainting thing you i recommend riding in the sun for two hours 2500 feet of climbing 12 miles round trip one glass of red wine two uh mezcal drinks two sips of a vodka martini tito's dirty with olives uh one hit of this fire ass sativa lights out make sure there's a sick ass fool around to rescue you and the next morning make sure to have a glass a warm nice piping not warm a piping hot mug of mess diesel coffee to start your day right all right everybody hope you guys are doing all right i hope everybody's staying safe with this uh delta variant if you're anti-vax i don't know what to say you, you know i hope you don't get this shit that's all i hope i hope it doesn't come home to you but i'm already hearing uh several friends on instagram who uh who did not choose to get a vaccine and uh one in particular is in the hospital now so um yeah some people are okay with that that's they think that's how god is gonna select them to live or not um and that's that's cool yeah, if that's what you want to do it i do feel sorry for my friends who work in hospitals i have two friends who work in hospitals right now and they say the icus are nearing capacity and it is practically 100 percent unvaccinated people and those people are going to have to work overdrive and put their lives at risk and put their families lives at risk because some people choose not to uh, take these precautions and it's fucking sad man it's 
I don't even know. It's not. Yeah, this is this is a really frustrating uh, topic. So I hope you are taking care of yourself. I hope you are taking care of your families. And I hope you're having a great fucking summer. And I'll see you whenever the fuck I do one of these again. It's been this monitor podcast number 130. Peace.